Welcome to Elan Restoration Fellowship, where Jesus is King, Hamelech, Lord, Hashem, and Messiah, Mashiach. And now, Pastor and Rabbi, Billy Elias. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Pastor and Rabbi Billy Elias, and we are now about to hit day eight. Uh, day eight in bearing the burden um, our devotional, weekly devotional, uh, a book that will be coming out soon, daily devotional. Um, probably the release date will be the end of May. Um, just in the editing stages right now, so I'm pretty excited about that coming out. Of course, we have been in Galatians chapter 6. Today we are going to be in verse 4 of Galatians chapter 6. And today is not going to be any different. Um, Preparation for ministry always takes self-examination, and we know that now, hopefully by now. But we're gonna we're gonna examine the word examine as we find it here in Galatians chapter six, verse four. But each one must examine his own work, and then he will have reason for boasting, but to himself alone and not to another. Again, when we translate it out of Hebrew, we get a little bit of a different understanding. Standing, or well, I, I, we're translating it out of English back into Hebrew, which gives us a little more insight, but it becomes a little more confusing in this part. But I think when we start to break down certain words, as we always do, what what um, Shaul, the great apostle or apostle Paul, um, writes, and his mindset really comes through. So in Hebrew, when you would translate it, it would read. But every man will test the same deed on his own, go on, and not against another, because all men carry burdens. Hmm. A little bit interesting. A little bit different, I should say. So, um, in the translated version, it's a little, it becomes a little bit harder, um, but... One of the big things that jumped out to me right away is the word examine. Now, English translators chose that word, but the Hebrew word, uh, yevachan, means to test. Okay? So when we look at it, where we would say every man must examine his own work, when we look at it in Hebrew, it says we're to test the same deed. This is when what we were talking about when it comes to bearing a burden, we have to be cautious about because God, you know, Hashem has a very funny way of using all the junk that we've come out of, all the garbage, the consequences of our lives lived before salvation, and of course, the, the victory that we have attained, the freedom that he's given us during our walk with him through our salvation, right? We're supposed to, to, to test our salvation and continue to work through our salvation. Um, so, you know, he has a funny way of putting the people in our paths that are dealing with the same thing, right? So there's a couple of things. A, we have to identify the fact that we are no better than they are. And I think that's something that I may not have said exactly that way, but when we talk about humility and we talk about being able to to stay focused and being able to keep a servant's mindset, I think that is a huge, um, and that's a huge philosophy that is often overlooked 
We're not better than you in any way. I don't care who you are. I don't care what it is you think. You are not better than anyone else. Um, in fact, the only difference between you and those you minister to is that you were saved by the grace of God and you have been lucky enough to have a working relationship with Hashem for however long it is. And that you have been blessed to become a, 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 a Talmud, a, a, a Talmudi, a Talmudin, I'm sorry, a, a, a disciple, right? Or you have become Talmudin, disciples of the living God himself. So when we look at this and it says we are to test the same deed, here's the thing. If you're dealing with somebody in addiction or you're dealing with somebody with anger or, or whatever the case may be, you need to test that deed within you. You better make sure that when you test that deed on your own, right? You test that deed through examination. Let's make sure that the things that this person are going to be dealing with, Satan's not going to kind of prod you to get you to react the same way. Maybe not with that person, but when you go home, you have a bad night, whatever the case may be, because one of the things about ministry is you're, you're dealing with Satan depending on the ministry, sometimes face to face, you're on the front line. So when you're dealing with ministry and you're, especially in, in the discipleship process and you're beginning to work with somebody, you begin to really begin to take on a lot of their burden. And by that, I mean, you feel for them, right? You, you I, I love the, the term, I have a heart for. Um, you know, there's somebody in my my, my life right now. Uh, um, a very he's become a very good friend. I have a heart for him. I want to see him succeed. I want to help him succeed because this this cat's got a call on his life like you wouldn't believe. Okay, and I'm gonna be very graced and honored and lucky to possibly help him fulfill that call. Okay, but I gotta make sure. And it, though we are the same. Um, there are things that I have to make sure that I guard against, okay? And that I have to test within myself. And I have to be honest with myself as well um, because we're going to be tempted. And here's the funny thing about how Satan works. If you've overcome addiction and you're dealing with someone in addiction or whatever the case may be, you would think right away, He's going to try to get you to be an addict. No, you know, one of the first things he's going to do, he's going to try to break you down and make you prideful, right? He's going to try to make you prideful, arrogant. He's going to try to have you develop an ego, you see, because then, and all the thumping of the chest, and then when the ego and the pride and the flesh roars up, I've overdone it, I've defeated it, I've defeated it, I've defeated it. What do we do? We dropped our guard, Right? And then when we dropped our guard, then what does he do? Now he's going to come back in with that addiction or whatever it is. And the next thing you know, you find yourself a mess, right? Because we have to test our, de our deeds, the same deeds. And we have to do it relatively at this point because they've been defeated, Hashem and us. And yes, obviously, if you need somebody, you have to go and, and, and get counsel. But the point here is, in testing the deed and, and a lot of what Paul writes about examining and testing and, and staying humble and all that is for that reason. 
Because the second pride and ego and arrogance enter the equation, you become ineffective. You begin to treat people differently, you act differently, you're very arrogant, you can be very um, controlling, that you know when you walk in the world the world rises and and you know the sun rises and sets at your presence you know people who walk in like they own the place like they are the end all of all spirituality and you can tell who those people are the one thing i have found about dealing with people in in, in um through uh through the outreach through our um you know uh, our missions that we're doing with with the homeless is yeah there may be issues with with mental illness or drug addiction but the one thing that you can tell is they know who's who you see because they've been kicked around enough and pushed around enough and lied to enough and put down enough to know this guy is real or this woman is real or they're not you know it's like kids you can't some reason you know when you you know in my line of business in my line of work where I go out and I speak to a kid about possibly playing in college, you know, one of the things I always tell us is make sure you have the proper shoes on. I know it sounds stupid, right? Make sure you got the right shoes on, man. You know, and me doing soccer, so what am I, I'm going to wear the Sambas. I'm going to wear, you know, certain Under Armour shoes, sneakers. Um, I even sometimes wear indoor cleats, okay, when I go and I recruit or, or I go on an interview. Why? Because the kid's going to look at your shoes and right away they're going to know, is this guy walking in my walk? Has he walked my walk? You see? Does he look the part? Because I can tell right away by the way you're dressed and how you act if you really are, in my case, a soccer guy or not. It's the same thing here. So you need to test. You have to. Right? And I'm reminded of, of what um, Isaiah says um, in Isaiah 48.10. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. So we have to know that even when a person's being afflicted by whatever it is, and a lot of times it's self-afflicted, and we all know that, um, and, you know, there are times when attacks come from outside and we have no control over those. But when we're being afflicted, we have to understand that God is testing us in the furnace. We're in the fire. And in the same way, before we help somebody, we better test ourselves through self-examination. Right? Because we've been refining the fires of sacrifice, haven't we? And it's essential to understand that when we're trying this deed, this act, that's been defeated in the fire, okay? We have to remain humble before it, though it's defeated. Psalm 34, 2 says, My soul will make its boast in Hashem. The humble will hear it and rejoice. See, so, you know, when we look at this and it, and you read it in English and chapter 6 verse 4 um, that he will have reason for boasting but to himself alone and not to another okay understand the mindset there okay when we translate it back into the Hebraic mindset and it says you know you will test your deed and not against another because all men carry burdens okay so you're not testing your deed against someone else 
It's about yours. But what we're being told here is a boast. We have reason for boasting by way of testimonial. Okay, this isn't an arrogant in your face. I'm better than you. And I love why how David writes at the end of Psalm 40, uh, 34, verse 2, the humble will hear it and rejoice. You see, those who have an ear that is inclined to hear Hashem, even if they're broken, when you speak to them about the things you've defeated, they're going to hear that testimony. And it's going to be in humility because you're bearing witness, but you're also knowing I better not, I have to always guard my heart and not cheat my soul because this thing can flare up at any time and grab me. So when I speak to you out of testimony, say, look, this is what I dealt with, man. It stinks or whatever. You know, however it is that you do it, they'll know that you are a humble man or a humble woman and they will hear that testimony. And let me tell you something, that's when the spirit of God through your gentleness, right? Which is a fruit of humility through that gentleness. That's when people are going to change. That's when they're going to change. So my question for day eight is, when was the last time you gave God the glory for your deliverance? Do you boast in the flesh as though thumping your chest? Or do you testify with humility? And I think that's something for everybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care how long you've been saved. I don't care how many, you know, letters of the alphabet are after your name. You may not have any in your name. All right, you may be a rabbi, pastor, doctor. Uh, you may be a carpenter, a mason, a car salesman. It doesn't matter what your occupation is. It doesn't matter what your quote standing in the kingdom is. All of us have to ask ourselves that question. Do we testify or do we boast? See, testimony is humility in the spirit. Boasting is flesh and ego, arrogance, and pride. So that's day eight. So I hope that um, this has blessed you. And I know it blesses me every time I, I do this. And as always, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you shalom, peace, in the precious name of Jesus, our glorious Messiah, we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Billy Elias. Pastor Billy is the founder and pastor of Elon Restoration Fellowship in Toms River, New Jersey. Join us again as Pastor Billy bridges the gap between the Old and New Covenants. And as always, may the Lord bless you with peace.